0: Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management, at 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday, the 16th of April. The world's financial markets have had further evidence of a decent economic bounce back. Yesterday, US consumers demonstrated their willingness to indulge in the national pastime of spending money with strong retail sales data. The previous month's data was, of course, revised stronger. The details passed the Instagram test with spending on things like restaurants outperforming. The pattern is likely to accelerate in the United States as more states ease restrictions and be followed elsewhere in the world. The UK, for example, reported a sharp increase in restaurant occupancy as restrictions eased again. It's worth reiterating that this pattern of growth cannot be made to fit into the normal recession recovery mode And it is important that investors do not look too closely to the past for parallels. Michigan consumer sentiment data can be ignored. Housing starts might get a bit of attention as the US is getting worked up about the supply and price of lumber, which apparently is extremely important to the construction of US houses. Chinese economic data released overnight also generally showed strength, though in some cases the strength was not quite as good as expected. Chinese data at the start of the year is always complicated by the Lunar New Year holiday, and the seasonal distortions of that have increasingly rippled out around the world as China has become more important as a global manufacturer. Adding in the pandemic makes interpretation a little bit difficult, but it's clear that the Chinese GDP numbers were solid in the first quarter. The service sector in China was a drag, And this is where the pattern of growth in China has differed from that of other economies that have emerged from pandemic restrictions. It's almost certainly due to the different way that consumers were supported during periods of lockdown. Chinese industrial production was somewhat weaker than expected. And the same was true for the US yesterday and Germany last week. In absolute terms, The levels of industrial production are not necessarily bad. They're just not as strong as had been expected beforehand. One reason for this may be that a few people use sentiment data as inputs into their industrial production forecasts. Sentiment data has been pointing to dramatic, almost unrealistic levels of activity – It's a mirror image of what happened in the second quarter last year, when sentiment data implausibly suggested an ongoing downward spiral in manufacturing, even as the sector stabilised. Euro area final consumer price inflation lies ahead. This is not something to get markets terribly excited about as a rule, as the regional data really takes all of the excitement out of the eurozone aggregate numbers. But inflation is a fashionable subject on social Zoom calls these days, so there may be a little bit more attention than usual. Over the course of this year, euro area consumer price inflation is increasingly likely to underreport the inflation reality, as the calculation of CPI assumes that people are spending the same way that they did in 2020. People are not spending the same way that they did in 2020. And as the ability to go out and have fun increases, that is only likely to widen the gap between reality and what is being reported by Eurostat. The gap will not be huge, but it is likely to be noticeable. That's all for today. Have a good day.